Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Based on fiction. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to True Stories Based on Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Randy. With me here as always. Brian. And also and with us is... Evan, the third host. Folks, welcome to our... I believe this is going to be our fifth anniversary yes. podcast. Also our <laughs> annual um, Comic-Con episode. <laughs> with a little hyphen next to it. Or not hyphen, uh, asterisk. Asterisk, yeah. Because this should have been a day that we go take our annual trek to uh, Novi, Michigan for the Motor City Comic Con. Uh, but that is not going on this year, or at least it's postponed. I'm not sure if it's canceled outright yet because of the global pandemic. Stupid yeah, go We would be at BlackRock by now. Yeah. We would sitting down some awesome pretzel bites and cheeses. And at least, for me at least, it probably a good $400 poor <laughs> at this point. So nope, not this year. But we are still here to give you uh, that entertainment. Uh, and as Brian said, to celebrate our five years of a podcast network, uh, which, is, which is definitely an accomplishment. Uh, we definitely uh, had some snafus in that run, but we stayed together, uh, and we are still here, and the network is a lot different than what it was this time five years ago, because at that point, it was only one show. Now it is a plethora of shows. Yeah, I don't even know how many shows we have, honestly. A lot! Well, no, honestly, I think, like, I can't keep track. At least when it comes to me and you, Evan, we've started, I think, multiple shows, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. we have maybe through a... We have great ideas and then end up doing one or two episodes and yep. move on to yet another good idea. Mm-hmm. Although, I've been thinking about a few of them, and there are a couple of them I want to bring back. Uh, like what? Um, I'll go over that with you on a separate. I don't want to entice people too much with uh, telling them and then end up not doing it. But I've thought of some possible revamps, especially with the new uh, YouTube channel that we, you guys have started. All right, yeah, and that is also one of our biggest uh, changes in the last five years, and that's a pretty recent. For those who may not know, who may only listen to the podcast, we also have a YouTube channel that is so far has been releasing content every week. That's March. So, yeah, which is funny Maybe. because wasn't that rich? Wasn't the YouTube channel, or at least YouTube videos, one of our original ideas of when we started the show? Um, yeah, five we years got, ago. We got to run to it in five years, bro. <laughs> five years. Don't see me complaining. <laughs> but no, uh, me and Evan have been talking because, Randy, you obviously had had some uh, family things come up, which kind of was the first revamp of the show. Although I know you do quite a few different shows with Evan, with uh, like wrestling with Randy, and you do always typically come on the annual Christmas episode and whatnot, but when talking about what we wanted to kind of start thinking about for a five-year anniversary show, 
definitely we were thinking, let's get the OG crew back together for it. And then the original three. And then lo and behold, a COVID epidemic happens. Yep. So this is our first three way, first three way Skype call. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And um, I, I may put the little bit of issues that I had getting uh, this shit going at the end of this episode. We'll see. But we got to figure it out pretty expeditiously. I would say it's okay if it's a three way. <laughs> um, and how long has it been since just the three of us have been on the show? Just the three? Of, have we done one since? Probably two years. Yeah. I would have gone longer. Was it before episode 50? Episode 50 was when you and I interviewed Daryl Banks, our first interview. And I know Uh, that was, and I know that was around the time when we brought the show back. We brought, from a hiatus, I want to say it was maybe around episode 40 or so. 40, 40, 43, or 46. I wanted those three. But I feel like we've done like a the three of us uh, since then, because that was probably the second year of the show. I'm not sure. Have we done one just three of us? I don't know how time works anymore. <laughs> I don't know if you would ask me. I would have thought I have uh, I haven't been able to really do anything outside the house for the last five months, and it's only really been two. <laughs> That's the new world that we live in. So, what have you guys been up to? It's been a long time. Uh, just working because I am still an essential worker. Uh, just trying to uh, get my fitness right. Uh, trying to cook more. Um, that's about it. I think technically all three of us are essential workers. All three of us are still working. Yes. All in different capacities. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have been working at home now for quite some time. Very monotonous work. <laughs> yeah, from what you told me, I don't envy that work at all. It ain't difficult. Oh. Super easy, but... I don't envy it. I'm still leaving the house. <laughs> That's what I miss. I like the idea of being able to leave the house for probably a few hours a day and go into work yeah. and have some social interaction. Yep. I hear you. Uh, so that's probably one thing that I miss, uh, kind of um, hanging out with the lay days. Cause you can't really do much of that as to risk catching the STD and the COVID. Maybe they or. maybe they cancel each other out, though. Mm, that's a good point. Y- you could be the guinea pig. <laughs> that's okay. Um, has anyone heard any news on whether or not they're going to do a reschedule of uh, Motor City, or if it's just done for this year? I haven't heard. I've heard. Last I heard, it was postponed, not officially canceled. But the good thing with being sitting at home right now, I can check the interwebs and find out. Yeah, because didn't you also say that like there was a con coming up in Grand Rapids uh, later on this year, maybe like in August or something like that. I think it's usually in August or September, but I know, like, <clears throat> so the San Diego Comic-Con, and I can't remember, Evan, if we talked about this on ours, has gone virtual this year. They are doing the 2020 San Diego Virtual Con, um, and they said the actual physical con will not happen this year, will is postponed, but as we talked, I think that is a uh, 
much larger, more difficult con to put together on a spur of the moment than maybe Motor right. City. Not to say Motor City is small by any means, but... Um, so how how would that work exactly? Like, you have to pay to get access to the different shit? I don't know, because you're not really buying books or anything. I mean, I imagine that a virtual con will just be virtual panels, and maybe they're do it for free, you log in or something like that, or maybe you can donate, you make, they make donations or something. Right, yeah. I'd be a hard press. Probably something like they, that, or they'll have, like, online vendors and stuff like that all on one website. Yeah, like, maybe you can have access to, like, their, uh, their inventory, but only at the con, and, like, maybe, like, their special, I don't know, like, it seems like that would be a logistical nightmare, honestly. I mean, panels are probably relatively easy besides having a proper bandwidth to, um, to make sure that everything looks smooth and then asking the questions is going to be kind of weird too. But with Zoom that's taken over the world, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, 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 that they can figure it out. Has, has anyone heard of Zoom before this shit happened? No. And then it took I off. Think- and then House Party took off. Like just as soon as Zoom did too. The Zoom has been around for a while because we used to have to do Zoom chats at work. Really? Who did? Yeah. We did. With our insurance rep. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't, we didn't, we didn't use the video conferencing part of it, but that was all through Zoom. With our insurance rep. Are you talking different job before? No. I'm talking the weekly calls that were scheduled when people were not prefer- you, we can take this part out. <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. I don't think I ever participated in any of those. I got on them every week just to get the ideas for the reps, but that was it. Ah. Oh, uh, so that's that's something that happened after I got shit canned, apparently, because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think like, you had a call in, like, if you want to make an appointment, uh, uh, like for your doctor or some shit. Yeah, you're talking about shit I have no idea about. Okay, but yeah, it, so yeah. it's been around since at least November 2018. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I kind of feel like maybe the Zoom Corporation had this all planned. This is uh, one big hoax by them to get their market share where they wanted to be. Well, now there's so many different ones. Like I said, the house party all, all of a sudden became the biggest thing, and I joined it probably the week I'd quit working because someone sent me an invite. And I bet you not a day goes by that someone in my uh. Party. Contact list all of a sudden says, "Oh, hey, your friend so and so has joined the house party," <laughs> and it is the most annoying app. Sounds like it already. Uh, our our kid in play <laughs> in there at all? <laughs> they should have sponsored. Is what they should have done. <laughs> yeah. Martin Lawrence is DJing. <laughs> Marketing geniuses, we are. All right. What was the best best uh, house party? Probably two, right? Not probably one. House party two. <laughs> or house party three. Shut house party up. three was a little bit too immature. For, like, kid got married and shit. And then it had uh, Marquis Houston in there in his group. Immature. Back when it had, like, the Asian kid. Now, is it my imagination, or did they not make more house parties after that, but not with Kid and Play? Yeah, they had a house they party. Did. They did without him. Yep. House Party 4 starred Immature, which still was in the same continuity because they appeared in House Party 3. 
You ever sit back and wonder what ever happened to Kid and Play? Uh, I'm here. I just saw him the other day on something. Yeah. Really? Um, Play yeah. became a um a pastor like Mace. Or um, what's his name? MC Hammer. MC Hammer. Yep. Yep. Or Al Green. Um, Kid. I think he he, he wasn't doing much, but I know they had an interview together maybe two years ago on The Breakfast Club. Because I think I think that they're doing like those ninety tours and shit like with uh Salt and Peppa and Biz Marquee and shit. Yeah. Because I swear I saw them it was uh it was some like boy band video that they were doing mm-hmm. for like Mother's Day and it had boys to men and yep. a couple of the guys from New Kids on the Block. Mm. And then I think it had um, Kid and Play in there somewhere. Now, what did Kid and Play start out as? Was were they like a rap group or something? Like, yep, yep. And then they had a TV show, or was it a cartoon? cartoon. Or yep, and cartoon. then they had the House Party movies and um, Class what was that Act. Other mo- Class Act was good, but they played themselves in House Parties, right? Or versions uh, a of themselves. Yeah, yeah, a version of themselves. Yeah. And also, in part one, Robin Harris played his dad from up on Baby's Kids. And then in part two, Bernie Mac played his uncle. Kid's uncle. But yeah, uh, they were a rap group signed to Def Jam. And then in the, night, in the late eight, I think House Party movies came first. And then once those kind of uh, got popping, then they got a cartoon at the same time that MC Hammer had his cartoon, NKOTB. Mr. Uh, T? Miss, uh, way after Mr. T. Way after Mr. T, because off of Mr. T was like 85, I, I want to say. It was older. I'm looking up some of the stuff right now. Mm-hmm. House Party came out in 90. So that must yeah. be, They had music before that. Way before that, yeah. Uh, they were actually out at the same time as uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Jeff and the Fresh Prince, uh, LL Cool J, because I think the first rap Grammy, when when all of the rappers boycotted the Grammys, was them, Will Smith, uh, LL Cool J, maybe Biz Marquee, and someone else. And because the rap category wasn't going to be televised, they had a boycott of them. Hmm. And I think that Will Smith had won, though. Now, I will tell you, it looks like possibly at least play if not both kid and play do have a movie that they have a bit part in coming up a Kevin Smith movie no why the hell would they be in a Kevin Smith movie why would Morris Day and the Time be in a Kevin Smith movie touche <laughs> but it's called <laughs> the scroll everybody in this movie it's called <laughs> the oh no it's a TV show scroll wheel of time an up-and-coming rap duo from Atlanta who are given an old-school iPod that is actually a time-traveling device. It's like Kid and Play meet Bill and Ted. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. That doesn't sound very good. <laughs> Hurry up and take my money. Might be on the Sci-Fi channel. I don't know. Siffy. Sharknados. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so, once theaters get back open, 
So this kind of ties into like our uh, first episode ever. What what film films are you looking forward to seeing, either in theater or in the comfort of your home? Hmm. I can give our logical answer for due to our show and say Black Widow. Mm, right. Have you noticed like you almost just kind of forget about movies? Like, has there been anything like you're like, holy shit, I can't wait for, but really haven't noticed that there hasn't been a new movie coming out in the last two months now? I honestly haven't noticed until I thought to ask this question. What you, Randall? I just watched Scoob yesterday. Mm. Yeah. How was that? That's a blow, blow up in there. It, was, it, it feels like they're creating a Hanna Barbera universe. Now, with watching not, it, do you miss? Yeah. Did you mind being able to watch it at your home, or did you miss that experience of? I'm imagining you watching it with the kids. Um, I, I, it was it was fine watching it at home. I actually preferred it. Yeah, being that you have kids, I, I can imagine you like you actually preferred it at home than like in the theater. Yeah, made it easier. I mean, the kids could walk out, walk in whenever they wanted to. Pause it if I wanted to. I didn't really feel the need to pause it at any time. Uh, does Scrappy Doo pop up at all? No Scrappy Doo. Um, he was the villain. Villain. Dick Dastardly was the villain. Wow. Did, yeah. And they brought, um, from the Hanna Barbera universe. And they brought in Captain Caveman too, didn't they? Captain Caveman was in there. And oh, wow. Blue Falcon and Dynamite. Was Space Ghost? Yeah. No Space Ghost. Harvey Birdman. No Harvey <laughs> Birdman. But in the credits, like, they have, like, Grape Ape and, like, all, it shows pretty much everybody in the credits. Hmm. Well, but, from the Hanna-Barbera universe. Scooby-Doo wasn't uh, Hanna-Barbera, were, the, were they? Yeah. 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 Were the Flintstones in it? No. Flintstones were like, the, the, Yeah, they were. The Laugh Olympics people. Oh, wow. Them. What was and, the co- like, you know, the wacky races. Yeah, wacky races. You know, I'm honestly surprised that they have not had a go-about with, like, Flintstones again in modern time, kind of like they did with the Scooby-Doo one. Yeah. I think the Scooby-Doo, for, for whatever reason, is more marketable than Flintstones. I don't know why, but I, I just feel that way, because Scooby-Doo has never really been out of the public eye. And then the Flintstones have, because like Flintstones were out in the 60s, came back in the 80s, then they had the Flintstone kids, then they had the terrible movies with fucking Holly Berry and John Goodman. But Scooby-Doo, I can't remember a time there wasn't a new Scooby-Doo on, or at least... Scooby-Doo don't got no uh, vitamins, though. That's a good point. That's a very good point. But he has bomb-ass fruit snacks. Those fruit snacks. Yeah, he's got those, those fruit snacks. But fruit snacks that... are good stuff. Scooby-Doo met Batman, too. That's true. Did. Multiple times. But the Flintstones met the Jetsons. Which was epic. I remember as a kid, that was like <laughs> the greatest crossover of all times. It might be the greatest crossover of all time, to this day. Yeah, I don't think Flintstones meet the Jetsons gets as much love as it should. It definitely, it definitely doesn't. Because you, you had, like, the perfect modern or well, futuristic family and the prehistoric family coming together. Have you seen it before, Randy? Yeah, I've seen the fun film of the Jetsons. It was good. I still like the Jetsons movie. So it's the worst, worst love for that. Yeah. There was a Jetsons movie? 
Yes. Yep. Yes, Not live action. No, cartoon. Yep. What was it about? And was that the one where he lost his job or something like that? He got a new job on some new mining planet, and everybody, they all moved. And he was responsible for, like, drilling down, but there were, like, animals or something living down there. So, stuff ensued to prevent the animals from dying. Hmm. Gotta keep those animals alive, yo. Um, and the first one was good because I think, and I'm sure that people will correct me if I'm wrong, but the Flintstone was the first primetime cartoon. Because the Flintstone was kind of... Mm-hmm. Flintstone was a prototypical Simpsons, essentially. Flintstone. Now it, Flintstone's uh-huh. had a WWE. You could almost turn this into a little wrestling with Randy bit. Yeah, yeah, like they had, like I think, like four or five. Stone Age Smackdown? That's one of them. Uh, yeah. They had at least three. Because um, WWE has actually had like a lot of crossovers with uh, different kids' properties because they had like a Happy Feet, I think. Uh, they had Scooby Doo. Um, Scooby Doo. Uh, I can't think uh, of the rest, but like there's like the YouTube channel uh, uh, that talks all about WWE. Uh, he had a week where he went over all of the uh, different crossovers that they've had with cartoon series. Hmm. Aside from the cartoon series that they had on their own. Yes. Yeah, because like talking. Yep. They had James Avery playing the junkyard dog, R.I.P. Shredder. Yep. Uncle Phil. How much voice acting did that man do? A lot, because he was also a War Machine on the on the first season of the Iron Man cartoon. Hmm. Uh, I can't think of anything else big, but he did a lot of voice acting. He was probably in fucking Robotech because everybody was in Robotech back in the eighties. I know that uh, Brian, uh, Brian Cranston did like twenty five voices on Robotech. Wasn't Brian? He did voices in uh, the original Power Rangers too, didn't he? Yeah, I, I I think he was Zordon in the movie. I think he was back then too. No, I don't think he was. Oh. But they, I think they named the Blue Ranger after him. The Blue Ranger's name is Brian Cranston? Billy Cranston. Oh, okay, yeah. Because he was a, a very prolific voice actor. like, uh, And he's one of the few voice actors that gets as much work on screen as he does doing like voice holders. Like not, unlike Hank Azaria, who, who gets like one role every 20 years. And melts it. Yep. But not a poo no more. Nope, because it's racist. And more power to them. And now that they're owned by the house. Hmm? And. and, Yeah, uh, he's definitely an Indian stereotype. They could come again. That's true. Yeah. And, and, And. do you think it, was it might the, not have been, Do you think it was the voice, or do you think it was just the character himself? I mean, they had an Indian that ran a convenience store. But 
when people think of stereotypical Indians and Asians, unfortunately, they think of convenience stores and if you're in a black neighborhood, a liquor store or a beauty supply shop. So, and then I think part of it too was the fact that uh, Indian gentleman wasn't playing the character. See, I feel that would have been more racist. Yeah, and and, and and maybe I'm wrong, and that's the real reason why. Because there isn't an Indian playing that character. I think that was the reason that they made that whole Could documentary be. saying a white man was playing an Indian character. But, I just, I don't know. You almost feel it would have been more racist and be like, okay, we're going to hire an Indian guy to play a convenience store worker. Yeah, exactly. That's that, that's when it gets into like the lose-lose scenario, so it probably is better to just like not have the character on there at all. I mean, but with The Simpsons being around for 35 years now, even if a character leaves the show and never comes back, it's not really a big uh, deal because there's so many other characters that that, that utilize. Because I'm still waiting for fucking Unky Herb to come back. I can tell you who ain't coming back. Mrs. Kerbacle? Troy McClure? And, uh... God, he... What did, Phil Harmon played two characters, I think. He had two... Well, he played multiple, I think, but I think he had two main characters that he did. Did he have two main ones on there? Troy McClure? I could have sworn he had one other main one. I can't recall, like, his other one. But it's possible, because Phil Harmon was also in, in that same realm to where he had a lot of work uh, on, in front of the screen and behind the screen doing voice acting. Because, like, he had one of the best voices in, in, in history of voices, honestly. The man is a damn genius. Yes. Bill Hartman was the Sia of voice hackney, because Sia has the best singing voice of all time, in my opinion. He was Bill a Hartman. Lionel Hutz, the lawyer. Yes! Yeah, you're right. Yep, 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 yep. He actually played multiple, multiple characters, but... Yeah, because on those cartoons, they typically get the same couple of actors to do every type of small voice on the show, too, and it's basically a, to save money. Because I bet that they don't get multiple checks depending on what characters they play. They just get one check. Maybe unless it's a main character or something like that. Right, right. But yeah, yeah if it's popping in for like an episode here or there, probably not. Because like on Family Guy, like there are there's only like five different people I think who, who that, that does everyone's voices. Seth MacFarlane does all of them, and then everyone else does one. Yep. Uh, but I think that uh, Alex Borstein uh, does a couple. Because I don't know if Seth. I mean, Seth Green might do like an occasional, like if it's a one-off or something like that. But I don't think he has any other main characters. Yeah. But um. Lacey Chabert only has the one. She's Meg now, right? No. Or she was the original Meg. Oh. Then it went over to Mila Kunis. Uh, yes, yes, yes. America's sweetheart. Um, but besides Black Widow, though, I can't think of any movie that I, I'm looking forward to see or even know about, honestly, at this point. Uh, I would have seen Wonder Woman. Yes, yeah. And what's interesting about that... They still haven't shown us Cheetah in, in action, have they? No. I think they, once they got delayed, um, they are holding off on it to probably build hype up once it comes up again. And they also don't want to be like Batman v Superman and show fucking Doomsday in the trailer which, hadn't, which made no fucking sense. 
Not like anyone knew it was Doomsday to begin with, because it didn't look like Doomsday. Wait, is this a crossover between Batman Superman and fucking Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Quiet Place Part 2. I wanted to see that one. I still need to see Part 1 of that. Good movie. It's on Hulu right now. I just watched it the other day. Pretty good. Is it? Not part Speaking two, of part one, you mean, right? <laughs> part one, yeah. Speaking of, of Hulu and films that I want to see, I've been trying to take out the time and watch Parasite probably about three weeks now. Yeah, I've tried watching it a couple times. I put it on, I got maybe 10, 15 minutes into it. Yeah, being that it's subtitled, I have to be in a certain mood to actually sit down, watch it, and read it. And I haven't been in that mood lately. But I hear that it's remarkable. And, and didn't Chad see it? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what's your guys' thoughts? Um, obviously, one of the big things that's kind of took kicking off over the um, pandemic is they've gotten a lot of, I want to say, mostly TV sh- TV shows, but uh, probably some movies are in there, but kind of like the uh, reunions where people get together and, like, they'll watch an episode or do something, or in Parks and Recreation's case, they actually uh, created a whole social distancing special um, mm-hmm. that aired on NBC and all the proceeds went to charity. Um, but they're do- they have a lot of these cast reunions of uh, shows that are- people are doing and meeting up via Zoom and putting it online and stuff. Yeah, I don't watch... Uh fucking regular ass TV so I haven't seen any of them or but I heard about the one for Parks and Rec the one for The Office and the one for Community and they're all and they're all NBC shows which is kind of strange but I did hear that the entire cast of Community has a group chat that Donald Glover isn't a part of and, and I bet I, I this is just a guess but Chevy Chase probably isn't part of that uh, chat either I would assume not um well, Office didn't actually do a... They did a reunion, but not. Um, that was from John Krasinski. His is a... Oh, he did a YouTube show called Some Good News or something like that. Good News Today or some shit, yeah. And um, he did a special... Did a little segment where he got everyone to reenact a scene from the wedding episode uh, for someone that did a virtual wedding on the uh, his uh, YouTube channel. But the reason I was bringing this up is so one of the newest streaming services HBO Max launches here in like a week or so and one of their flagship things that they were supposed to launch with it was a friends unscripted reunion like like a half hour hour special Um, and the cast of friends kept holding off because of uh, salaries and they were I think are getting a million dollars a piece to come back and do this special. But the thing is, all these other ones that are going on while this pandemic is happening are people doing the same exact thing for free. Right. Just without a moderator. I mean, I'm not mad at the cast of friends. I like, I like trying to get their coins up. Fuck it. And then, like, a lot of them need the money. Like, fucking Matthew Perry needs that money. Because punk rehab ain't cheap. <laughs> and Joey's show and just got canceled. Wait. Uh, 
Joey had like another show? Was this like his sixth show? Yeah, he had one on uh, CBS. Let me see one of them. Uh, Man, oh yeah, yeah, Man yeah. With a very traditional uh, a sitcom, right? Mm-hmm. Could have been anyone else. It wasn't geared. Almost, yeah. he almost seemed out of place in it. He seems out of place in everything he's ever been in besides Friends to me. Like it always seems off. He played Joey in Joey. And then he played yep. himself in uh, that Showtime show. Yep. I know he had another one or two shows. Matthew Perry. One or he two. He might be in competition with Matthew Perry for the most uh, shows after Friends. Matthew Perry had that show about, the serious show about Studi- SNL-type Stu- show. Studio 60. On the Sunset Strip, I think it was called. I had a long-ass title. Which wasn't bad. Uh, uh, but then 30 Rock came out. It's the same premise, but a comedy, and it worked so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had the odd couple. He did have the odd couple. With him and the dude from Reno, Reno 911, right? Yep. He had the short-lived show, Mr. Sunshine. All right, damn, you're right. He, he, he had a lot of shows, man. Um, Studio 60. Oh, I could have sworn. Maybe that was the only one since then. So three shows. Is the David Swimmer uh, crime show on still? David Swimmer had a show? Oh, he had yeah. a Matthew Perry, another one. Go on. Yes. Yep. And go on and get canceled. <laughs> but David Swimmer had a show. I think it may have been on A&E. Like, it was like a hard-boiled crime show, I think. Or a drama like where, where he was like a drug addict, but he was like a, a fucking pi I know he was shit. in the OJ show. He's actually decent in that, because, like, he's a perfect person to play that character. But, OJ, we were on a break! <laughs> Come on, Juice. What, Juice? Hey, little Kim. I'm so proud of you, Kim. Are you talking about Feed the Beast? Yes, yes. That might have been the only one besides American Crime Story. Uh, I know back when he was on Friends, he was on that the HBO movie about the people who invented uh, fucking breast implants. Yep. Um, Which is actually a pretty good movie as a kid. Because that titties in it, though, too. Is that the only reason? Yes. Wasn't it called Breastman? Something like that. Like, a very on-the-nose title that I was also surprised that they just were so bold to call into that. Although, Courtney Cox might have had a few shows. I think, um, what's her name? Who's the blonde hair? Now, at least Kudrow had a few, too. Courtney Cox has been the most prolific and successful, because fucking Cougar Town was very popular. You think more successful than Jennifer Aniston? Absolutely, because fucking Jennifer Aniston ha- has had a lot of duds. She's worked more, but she's had a lot of duds. What's Courtney Cox matter- had besides Cougar Town? And you can't say f- screams, because that was before. Um, um Shit. She had a different show, too. Well, and then also, even if it's only Cougar Town, right, there's probably a certain segment of the population that will know her from Cougar Town more than they know her from Friends. No one else from Friends can say that. Hmm. Oh, wasn't she in a... Not Scandal, but... Oh, yeah. Scandal that was on FX. Dirt. Dirt, yep, yep. Two seasons. First season, great. Second season, horrible. 
I mean, that's to be expected. So she's been in... So that's three critically acclaimed shows that also had pretty decent ratings. No one else from Friends can say that they had that kind of career. Let's rewind that. She wasn't three critically acclaimed. Well, it got a lot of hype. Dirt did? No, it didn't. Yeah. I saw a lot of commercials about Dirt, man. Like, a lot of people seemed to be talking about it back when it came out. The first season. Then they took on this huge hiatus, and they tried to portray the second season as being good, and it got... And I don't even think they allowed it to finish. Oh, damn. Okay. So I'll give you um, Cougar Town and Friends. Okay. Well, did Phoebe had that show on Cinemax or Showtime to where she played like a, a, a actress, right? Yeah, HBO. It was, um, called, it was called Working Actors, I believe. No, the comeback. Yes, yes, yes. She might have actually had more shows than anyone else. That's the only one I, that I could think of. Um, here's one I never even heard of. Human Discoveries. Oh, that was a cartoon she was a voice in. Um... Web Therapy. I've heard of that, I believe. Uh, that's a Showtime show. <laughs> the Comeback. Now that's what we were just talking about, yo. She had a small part in Scandal, but I'm not counting those. Wait a minute, was uh Courtney Cox also in Scandal? No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. I, I, I keep getting a Scandal and Dirt. Confusing my head. Yep, you're good. Matthew Perry had the most TV shows after Friends. Uh, Let me check. Joey. What's Joey's real name? Um, Matt LeBlanc. That's right. I'm sure people are loving this. (laughs) They're literally. It's our damn show. They're literally checking IMDb for. (laughs) So he had Man with a Plan episodes. Episodes, yes. And Joey. So he had three shows after Friends. So I still think Matthew Perry beats him. Matthew Perry, I think, had four. Yeah. Now... The only one that might be him out of failed sitcoms is Kelsey Grammer. I still want to see the one with him and Martin Lawrence, because that's a very odd couple. Which one? I don't know what the fuck it was called. It came on on, like, FX and, like... 2015, like a season and a half. It was Martin Lawrence and Kelsey Grammer's best friends. Hmm. That is the most interesting casting I've ever seen in my life. But Kelsey Grammer has greenlit a lot of decent quality shows so with uh, like his Grammar Net or Gramnet. Because like one of the most underrated shows of all time that I'm not a, a, a ashamed to say that I love as a kid because it came on right after high school got out with Girlfriend. Girlfriends was a great show. It was basically the black sex in the city, but on fucking UPN. Really? Yep. And I killed, and that starred your girl from uh, Blackish, Tracy Ellis Ross. Huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, she had a re- reunion of uh, one episode where they had all of them on that show. Yeah, because Girlfriends... N- Never got a, a fucking serious finale, man. Cause uh, when the UPN merged with uh, WB, it just canceled it. Hmm. Um. 
Would you guys say, though, that uh, the most successful person who had a hit show and continued to work on other hit shows, hit, not hit, but hit shows, uh, is Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Because she had three shows that that are very popular. Seinfeld, Old Christine, and Veep. Exactly. I blacked out. Are we all friends now? <laughs> <laughs> now we're under Seinfeld. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I you good show. Good show. Watch that one. George and, really? George and Kramer kept trying to have their little comebacks and never were successful. Never were. And, 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 and Jerry has even had like his uh, comedians getting coffee and cards. What the fuck is called? That's pretty successful. Mm-hmm. But he but, sticks to stand up mostly. Yep. But Julia Lily Dreyfus had three shows that were very, very popular because my personal favorite of her work is The New Adventures of Old Christine. Great title. Great cast. Because it had uh, Agent Coulson in it playing an awkward character. See, and I'll differ from you because my favorite was Veep. I thought Veep was a genius. I've never seen Veep. But uh, now that I have the plug for for HBO, I might watch it. Once you get into it, once you get into it, like meet the characters. <laughs> to me, the show was just genius and hilarious. And, and like that had about what eight seasons? Seven or eight. But like they're like the the truncated HBO season, right? Like eight to ten episodes. Ten episodes. I think the final season was a little bit shorter. Hey, Randy. So, did you ever get around to watching uh, Atlanta? Yes, sir. I watched the first two seasons. Yeah. So you oh, watched the entire series? Yeah. <laughs> Is it on two seasons? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, well, they said they were going to do three season three and four back-to-back. And I don't even think they've started it yet. Yeah, and then that was going to be like 2022, wasn't it? Or some crazy faraway shit? Yeah, but that's what FX basically gives their people freedom to do whatever. Like, you have Fargo that hasn't even had season four yet. That's been about two or three years since the last season. I mean, but that's also why the people from Community didn't put Donald Glover, like, in their group chat. Because apparently he's so fucking busy if he can't fucking write his goddamn show. But granted, the writing on Atlanta is so intricate, it probably does take a like a long time to get all that shit in there. Because it's basically, it might be one of the best written shows of all time. Because there's so many layers to every scene and every joke. Which, when you think about it, too, the fact that they write it for so long and still keep it timely, wouldn't like not have it feel dated. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, I wonder. If when it comes back, it's time. Had it, it, it's going to be to where it's the current year, or it or is it going to take place right after season two? Well, they're pretty much almost going. Uh, I guess it's hard to say. I'd say they almost have to do a time jump, but which means uh, Paperboy's going to need to be a little more successful. Or he was successful for a minute, and now he's right back to where he was before. Maybe the assistant. What was the the one friend's name who kind of got famous from the show? The friend or whatever. The friend who got famous from the show. He's he got he kind of got big from from being on the show and then uh in real life. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Um, my least favorite character. He, he, he's like their Kramer, basically. Yeah, but I, I thought he was kind of funny, and I usually hate like the Kramer character of shows. He's my least favorite character because he's Darius. Yes, my middle name. Um, and then the cast of that show are all doing a lot of shit. So like, that show is definitely exposing them like to like us because um uh, the chick was in Joker. She uh she's Domino. Um. She's been in, a, in some other films, too. Paperboy. He uh, got probably he, the most famous out of all of them. He's in yep. everything. He's, like, actually everything. having to pull out of shows because, like, movie roles, because he gets, he never gets anything too big of a role, but he was supposed to be in Joker, too, I think, and, uh, had to pull out or be replaced. Yeah, you're right. He was going to be in Joker. And then, like, he's playing the first openly gay uh, Marvel character in The Eternals. Is he? Yep. Or no, he's, he, he was a Joker. He was the uh, guard at the uh, Arkham. Okay, because I thought he was, but because I said I said I haven't seen Joker. You haven't seen it? I wasn't sure. No. I almost saw it in theaters, but as soon as I decided to actually go, that's when it was like put out the theaters. I just went and rewatched uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey today this morning. Mm. Still holds up. But uh, it's it's still kind of hard to believe that the last two movies I, I saw in theater are Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey and Bloodshot. Yeah, I think me and you going to see Birds of Prey was the last movie I've seen. I can't recall. <laughs> I don't even know if I've seen the only two movies I've seen this year might have been Birds of Prey. And uh, what else? You said two movies, didn't you? Well, I went and saw Birds of Prey twice. Twice, gotcha, gotcha. I'm trying to think what else came up. I saw Invisible Man, but that was uh, at home. Which was a damn good movie. That's what I hear, and I want to see it, but I'm not paying that price for it. I paid nothing at all for it. <laughs> I watched it on my Amazon, unless you count at one point in time. I paid for my Amazon Fire Sticks. <laughs> Uh, for any fans that might be out there, he means that um he went over a friend's house before the pandemic started and watched it that way. Not, not that he watched a pirated copy of it or anything like that. Correct. I got your back. <laughs> oh wait, no, I did go see the Impractical Jokers movie. What else did I really? Mm-hmm. God, have I seen anything? I saw Bloodshot the week before the whole world ended. Because it's right when they were talking about it. It's like, oh, the world might end tomorrow. The pandemic was actually happening. Like, that came out. Yeah. Like, they were recommending people don't go to the theaters. And exactly. Said, Evan said, not me. I gotta go see this bloodshot. I didn't see and Sonic then, the Hedgehog. You didn't see it? Mm-mm. What I heard was actually pretty good. Did you see it, Randy? I own it. I still haven't watched it. And I also hear that that actually is a backdoor pilot for like a shared Sega universe too somehow. I'm not sure who pops up in it, but I've heard like that like that does happen in there. Was Bad Boys this year or was that last year? I think Bad Boys was this year. Then I seen that. 
Yeah, Bad Boys was in January. God, that seems so far so long ago. Yeah, um, I would have sworn it was last year. Time is actually going by really slow right now. Uh, luckily, we do have our jobs where we're essential, so we aren't having the same issues that a lot of our fellow Americans are having. But time is still moving by pretty slowly. What are those issues? Getting paid six hundred dollars more a week than they're used to? Uh, Brian, you're gonna hate me for this, but I, I'm getting at six hundred. For what, unemployment? Yep. Can't can't fault anyone for doing it. You can't. And we will not turn this into a political podcast. (laughs) But I'm definitely getting it. And then, like, my first check was like, because we didn't didn't think we could get it because we're still working, but because we're part-time and also we're limited hours on our part-time, uh... One of my coworkers did it because, like, a dad said, bro, you should do this. You could probably get it. So then after he did it, he got his money. Then he said, Evan, you should do it, too. So I did it. And you're able to go back to when this all started. So, like, March something. So I went all the way back to March and, and did all my weeks. And, and and my first check was really big. Really big. Bigger than my Trump check. Nice. I did not get the full Trump check. Monday. Really? Nope. You risk, motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) Call it what it is. (laughs) But, um... Kind of to that point, I'll I'll probably be like risk, motherfucker again pretty soon here. Now that I've graduated, I'm probably going to have to start looking for like a job that can actually uh, sustain my lifestyle. Rewind that for a bit. Did you finally graduate? Technically, Technically, no, but yes. Because... I finished my last class and I got like an 86, so I'm definitely going to graduate. But, but like, I don't have a diploma yet, but it's coming out. Well, that's good news. Yep, that was. Nice, uh, I think nice, I finished. Nice. I think I think I finished last week, as we record this. Yeah. Nice. So now I got to find a new big boy job. Um. Might be a little difficult right this second, but exactly. That's why I don't mind my underemployment right now. <laughs> anything, any, anything that's going to pay what I need to sustain myself is not hiring right now. Yeah. Then you have to start talking about: Do you stay in the apartment or do you move? Because I know you hate moving. Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to stay in the apartment because I hate moving. Till the day you die. Yes. Because I don't want to move ever. And then now, as you guys have seen, like last last, last few times, like that you've been over before the world ended, I have my apartment exactly how I want it, man. Got a, got the podcast studio looking good. I got like the fucking set, like it's in, a, it's in like the living room looking good. So like I, I have the apartment that I've always wanted to have now in terms of how it's decorating and shit. Um, so I kind of don't want to leave also because of that. Well, there you go. But, like, we'll see once things reopen. Because um, as we record this, aren't they saying that the state should, uh, like, um, like reopen on the 28th, knock on wood? Or, or is it June something now? Uh, oh, what's-her-name's having a little power trip, and uh, why if she don't get her way, she's going <laughs> to keep expanding it. <laughs> but as of right now, uh, what is 
28. 28? Okay. But they've said that before. Mm-hmm. No, well, she has gone out and said that, like, if people don't stop doing what she doesn't want, doesn't like them to do. She doesn't like people fighting her against her power, and which, I get it, no one really would, but, um... <laughs> right. She, uh, is threatening to expand the stay-at-home order if she doesn't do it, which... At one point, some point, we just have to be like, all right, we need to learn that this is not just going away. We need to be able to move on with our lives a little bit and learn how to live with it. I mean, not to get too political, and like, this is really political anyway, but I feel like when this first popped off, like right after Bloodshot came out, they should have did what, uh, well, what that fake mass tech, that fake mass text was saying. That it's going to be a say at home order to where you actually have to stay in the fucking house. Everything's fucking closed besides maybe hospitals to where we all just stay in the house for like two to three weeks to where we could have fucking killed this shit and then not have so many fucking freedoms in. I think that if that would have happened, it, it would have sucked, but yeah, the but virus could be gone. You have to have grocery stores open and you're talking about at that point in time enforcing martial law on people and I don't see that going over too well. I think at that point you would have had rioting. You can't ride from inside the house if cops are outside that bitch. <laughs> Who knows? And then, that's why they're also saying, back when that was rumored, buy all the groceries you can now because you're going to be stuck in the house for a month. And it would have sucked, but I feel like if that would have happened personally, then uh, like the virus could potentially have been eradicated by now. I don't know. That's a lot of people. And you still got about, it. Is. And you're still talking about the homeless and shit like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is how first world I am. I didn't. I haven't even considered the homeless this entire time until you just brought the homeless up. <laughs> I haven't considered them at all. Now I did hear that there was going to be. Uh, it was on the news last week that they're on the verge of an antibody, not a vaccine, but an antibody. Um, I I don't know science. Uh, what's the difference between a a vaccine and an antibody? Uh, I believe antibody is like kind of like a pill that you would kind of take, like cold flu medication type thing. Oh, okay. Uh, or vaccines, almost more of a cure type for it. Uh, I was wondering. It's like something from somebody that's already had it. What? It's like something from somebody that's already had it. And, you know, fighting. That's a vaccine. Yeah, well, that's they're using the antibodies from people that have had it. That's what they're trying to do. They're using Meaning Hanks, that they're using Tom Hanks's blood. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that the opposite is like a, a made like in a lab, uh, like hundred percent type thing. You're saying? Uh well, they both be they both have to be manufactured. Vaccine, we're probably another year or so out from having a full blown vaccine, and then it's a matter of. Convincing people to actually take the thing too, because right, you're going right. to have all those um, anti-vaccinators. Yeah, which I don't know what measure you need them to believe that. Hey, maybe vaccines the right thing to do at this point in time, unless you want to have to go through all this again. But right, who would have known that five years ago this would be the state of our world? But luckily. We have been still getting out that content to you people in the, in the audience for this entire uh, thing. Um, I'm proud of the fact that the podcast network and the YouTube channel has has had content every single week since this has happened, and sometimes multiple times in a week. I think a couple of times I put out like two or three per week. 
If there's one thing that people can count on, it's TSBOF. And you're damn right. Now, when this shit ends, I'm, I'm probably not going to do weekly for a while because it's kind of a lot of work and a lot of <laughs> scheduling. <laughs> but, and I'm kind of shocked that this is lasting so long because it is getting a little difficult <laughs> trying to get this content out. <laughs> well, it's not like we haven't broke promises before. But this one, I'm not breaking. I'm not breaking it. <laughs> Unless this shit goes on forever, then I'm probably going to have to break it. Uh, actually, no, if it goes on until June. We, we got like another, we got like another good month of YouTube stuff, so we're good. Yep. On that, and then podcast wise, because this isn't coming out to the first week of June. Uh, so then I got boom. I, I have about five in the can right now, including this one too. So yeah, so for the next five weeks, you should definitely be good. So this is technically yeah, our little past the five year anniversary podcast episode. Kind of, yeah. Yep, yep. But it's in celebration of our fifth year, but not exact. Because honestly, do I think we've already missed our fifth, fifth year. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. Because the Comic Con, I think, was our third episode. Third episode, yeah. But I feel like, yeah, because driving to Comic Con that year, we listened to the first episode, right? I think we did. Did no, we, com- we didn't. commentate our first episode ever on the third episode? I don't fucking know now. Because I feel like we listened, to, we listened to it on the way down, and then we recorded on the way back. Yes. Oh wait, no. Episode one, May sixteenth. So okay. Wait, what is today? The seventeenth. Seventeenth. So that yesterday. Makes sense. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. was the official one or five year anniversary of. You should brush this and put it out today. Okay, I'll send it to you, and you can edit it. I don't got time. Put time or the knowledge. <laughs> Well, I got knowledge, but I ain't got the time, bro. Put it out raw for the people. <laughs> give, give them a little raw dog for it. Speaking of raw dog, oh, no, that's <laughs> for the podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, um, cause and I, I'm not sure when we actually recorded the first episode. I feel like it was in April of that year. Yeah, we recorded it early, and then a we while before it came out. Cause uh, yeah, cause uh, we went on a little bit of hiatus in between episode one and two. One, yep, we did. And then, oh, it was July first. Wow, you put our our Comic Con episode late, July fifteenth. That's when we July. So we recorded, and then we tried getting into a two week schedule. We kept up with that two week schedule for a good minute too. We did, we did, yep. I think the name of this episode should be "My Shit Still Banging." With someone else. Ooh, I like it. That's good. <laughs> My shit's still banging with somebody else. I like it. Let me write that shit down. That's definitely going to be tight. Let me write this shit down right now. And, um, again, we had a lot of changes on the podcast network since then. We've banned one person from life. Oh, yeah, we did. Congrats on your baby, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if Randy ever knows that, knew that we banned her. You know I didn't know she was banned, but I, I, yeah, I just heard about the baby the other day. That's crazy. The one person that I would have never thought. I'd have thought Evan had a child before that. I mean, I probably have like two or three, honestly. <laughs> <out there. laughs> I would have yeah. thought. I would have thought five years ago, Randy would have baby number three before Ashton would have <laughs> had one, and it happened. And yeah, on, on that you were right. Yeah, because uh, Randy has had children in his five years. I've dated m- very many women in, in the five-year span. Uh, everyone's, everyone's has changed job titles at least once in his five years. 
Uh, Ashley Ann Wartman, who's who's banned from the show, has had a baby. <laughs> has 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 anyone else had a baby besides her and uh, Randy? Uh-huh. Chad Chad's oldest son has went from high school to um the Navy, right? I believe it's the Navy. I bought uh, a house. Double D, yeah, you bought a house. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Double D has gotten married. Was that after the show started? Yeah, because he that got was... married in probably seven, sixteen or seventeen. It was in November. Yeah, it was because remember we went to the night of his wedding. We were, we thought we were going to score our first interview. Yep. Of from uh, I can't remember her name, but some porn star. Yeah, I still want to get a porn star like a. On a show one of these days. I think a lot of them, they want to be paid for interviews. Yeah, and they're not doing that. Yeah. We're practically paying them by giving them our time. Exactly. They owe us. And uh, in that five years, we've done a lot of cool interviews. Um, Some can still be on the docket. I've been trying to work on a couple. Have you? Nice. I tried to work on two like last week and they both said no, so fuck both of you. Who was that? Uh Clayton Henry, uh the comic artist, and Brad Boatsler, the comic and novelist. Both said they're too busy. Hmm. We have not interviewed Ron Mars, right? Just Daryl Banks? No, we did well we did Ron Mars once and I did I let Ron Mars a second time. Did we? Yeah. Oh, shoot. You talked to him about uh, Marvel vs. DC. That's right. I was just thinking Daryl Banks. Yep. And we never did him for a second interview yet, have we? Uh, Daryl Banks, no. I mean, I kind of put some bait out there, and, and, and like, he wasn't really biting. And then, honestly... Um, I bet you we get him now. He ain't doing shit. Because he was pretty act- he's pretty proactive with the con circuit, but... That's a good point, yeah. Which is... a. Another downside of not being able to go to the con this year, that's typically when I would go and start like the process of finding new guests uh, for the podcast. Uh, so now, I, now I'm now i going in blind with no rapport that's been built up. So that's part of the problem. Hmm. I was able to get Rags Amorales because I met him last year at the very small Mount Pleasant con. And then... um. We were supposed to get them on late last year, but like, I think scheduling was like an issue. So, but I got them on this year. For, for one of the best episodes that we've done, and then I just did uh, Dan Frege again, and who talked about Comicsgate. Did he badmouth Ethan Van Skyver? No, he's with Comicsgate. Oh, really? Which seems weird, doesn't it? But like. He, he he explained why he's on there, and it kind of makes sense, although some of his points... I mean, if I had more rebuttals ready of, of instances where I've seen things that were racist and sexist and homophobic that his co-comic getters have done, I think the combo would have gone a bit differently, but, but I didn't have anything in front of me to um to uh, say, well, well, Dan, how about this? Because obviously, like... When, Is he as big of a nut job as Ethan Vince Caver, though? No. Yeah. Either, I mean, I'm just going strictly by reading uh, tech tweets, but he seemed like he laughed and got became the laughing stock of the comic book industry. Yeah. Uh, unlike Ethan, because Ethan, I know, has basically said that he, well, 
he hasn't said like the exact words, but he basically has implied that comics should only be for and by straight white men. Hmm. But which is so funny because he was a, such a huge prolific creator at one point in time, and then all went to shit. And then, it, 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 then it's honestly, I think I think I want to get him on the show one of these days because uh, it's, it's also crazy that to me things that I've read it sounds like he's kind of racist, but he's very good friends with Daryl Banks, who's obviously black. Hmm. So I don't understand it, and I, I I want to I speaking to Dan, it makes you want to understand that viewpoint. I'll still I'll still I'll still probably never be comics gay because I feel like like I said like there's an underlying racism, sexism, and and uh, homophobia. But it was a good discord that allowed me to get Dan's uh, reasons for joining comics. Because he's obviously a pretty liberal guy. Uh, and like he's not like a racist or sexist or anything like that. He, he's the that first we, thing from that. That we know of. That we, uh, that, from what I've seen. But most people who are in comics yet are pretty vocal about their feelings and things like that. And he was upset that... He wasn't mad that, say, for example... Riri Williams was in the Iron Man book, he, but he thought it was dumb to have a little girl be an Iron Man with no Iron Man in the book when the movies are coming out. And I, and I totally agree. Hmm. Because I, I feel the same way. Like, she could be in the book, but don't have fucking Tony Stark being like Jarvis from the movies in there. Have Tony Stark in there and have her be like another Iron Man character, like, say, uh, like, like a rescue was. Or Ironheart. Well, that is Riri Williams. Well, I know. For the good oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah, not having her be the Iron Man. But having to be an Iron Man character, but not having to be Iron Man. I, was, I, I did always think it was weird that you had a book named Iron, called Iron Man, but had a teenage girl in it. It's not Iron Man. And same thing with... Uh, now, he didn't bring up the, the infamous Iron Man. I mean, yeah. Which, which starred uh, very Anglo, Eastern European Iron Man. So... Who knows? But okay, um, I guess we can kind of wrap this thought. Is the guy up like we're going to be about uh, run an hour? But I guess you got. I guess I'll we'll close by asking you guys this: What are you looking forward to in the next five years of the True Story based on fiction universe? That meaning the podcast and the YouTube channel. We'll start with Randy. What are you looking forward to in the next five years? I'm looking forward to uh growing up the YouTube channel a little bit. Um looking forward to some of the upcoming ideas we got for episodes. Still waiting on that Wendy's breakfast review. Yeah. Ooh, that Wendy's uh, breakfast is delicious. When they have when they have ground beef though, cause uh a lot of Wendy's been having ground beef like that a couple of weeks. Well they they don't need ground beef for the breakfast. Sausage patties. Yep. What if they gave you the sausage patties on the burgers in the evening? That might be pretty good. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Because uh, for those who, who don't know, like a little inside baseball, uh, Randy handles most of the production, well, all of the production uh, of the YouTube channel, and I handle every most of the production on the podcast network. So, yeah, so... Uh, so and I'm just the, the YouTube... <laughs> Former EP, now just host. Um, but yeah, awesome. the YouTube, the, EP. the same way that Stan Lee was the EP of the Marvel movies. 
It's not my fault I don't know how to do any of that. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't either. But then I went to a trusty thing called YouTube. But, uh, so basically the YouTube channel is Randy's Baby. The podcast network is my baby. Uh, and then all, all of the hosts obviously have input in the show. Um, so, Brian, what are you looking forward to to the next half a decade on the True Story Based on Fiction universe? Being to able, being able to record in person again. Yes, that's actually a big one. Yeah, that, that's I feel, on my list. I feel our, I, I like being able to, I like the idea of being able to record from home. It's nice and convenient. Um, to knowing I can do it more, be a little more for, available for it, but there's something about actually being being able to sit next to it with the rapport a little bit more. Absolutely, yep, I agree. Now, the Skype does work good on some shows, honestly, because uh, the show that I'm going to record once you get off here, we only that was only via Skype because uh, D Mac he lives in Texas, so there's no way that we can record in person. We have one time though. And that report, because that's how that show is based, works. But being that we are used to recording in person, uh, when we aren't recording in person, it does kind of fuck up the whole report. Totally agree. But I'm hoping sooner rather than later we'll be able to do that. Um, I am trying to build a studio at my place nice. where we can go back and forth uh, with recording amongst uh, E, D, J Studios Underground. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna name your studio? Um, BSD Studios. I don't know. You've named every studio so far, so I have. Yeah, I'll I'll come up. I'll come up with a name for yours. But on on the producer end, you are the best namer of things on the network. Claim to fame. I came up with the name of the show. Which has been disputed. Hmm? If you guys want, which has been, <laughs> which has been disputed. The name of the show. Yeah. How is that, Randy? I came up with the name of the show. <laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, you're like, well, what should we call the show? I'm like, two stories based on fiction. You're like, that's a good idea. Uh, I will dispute that one. <laughs> 100%. Uh, if you guys like, uh, the next time that we three record, I can be like the moderator of this uh, debate. Because <laughs> I even know when, I know the point when I came up with the idea for the show. I remember that back when we first started, I was going to do a dumbass title. We were going to do like... I we were going to combine names of all of the comic book TV shows, like the, the Knights of the Arrow, yeah. Yeah. Well, also like the uh, the one Marvel show, like the Knights of Shield, Arrow, Burst, Flashing, uh, some stupid shit. So yeah. And like, I remember your original idea was we only talk about uh those shows and nothing else. Yep. I mean, we still could have evolved into what it is today anyway, because obviously I don't watch those shows anymore. True. But it was a much better idea to have a very loose format, just basic and nerd shit. And which has been a pretty successful uh, a format for it. But I'll say in the next five years, hopefully with the... I, I'm hoping for some synergy between the YouTube channel and the podcast network. Because honestly, the YouTube is, is, is growing a lot faster than the podcast network is, is or was. And I'm hoping that they kind of cannibalize each other to where we get 
popular because I will say that pound for pound on every podcast I listen to, our content of, of network is on par, if not better, than a lot of podcasts out there. And I truly believe that. So hopefully with uh, both of the two worlds, it will get our footprint out there more so. Also looking forward to recording in person again. Um, hopefully more interviews. I want to be like the John Santris. Well, like the new John Santris meets, uh, Charlemagne the God. Um, also doing a lot more group podcasts like we do for Christmas and shit. Like, it would be cool to get everybody recorded, even if the Mac comes in via Skype when everyone else is in, is in the room. So, like, those things that I'm looking for. Even Ashley, even Ashley and Workman? She's banned, so she's not part of everyone. <laughs> she's not part of anything on this podcast network. Is there anything she could do to unban herself? No. Seeing as this is coming from someone that I don't even remember what she did to ban herself. Basically, when she uh, abandoned our friendship. Ah, uh, I couldn't remember if it was something to do with the podcast or not. No. But if she was Absolutely supposed to not. But she, if I remember correctly, she was actually supposed to be in an episode in which she uh, completely uh, abandoned us on that when we tried to get Yes. It. Yep. I think that yep. was the start. Yep. yep. That was the start. But then, like, when I saw her mom and her dad back in the place that I used to work and you guys still work. And they both said, oh, yeah, text Ashley tomorrow. And then I text Ashley, and then, like, she never responded to me. That's okay. I'm not playing these games, you Ashley. Oh, and then when it's she dead. started coming in town and t- not telling us? Not telling you. Exactly. She made her choice. And that's why, and, and then let's wrap up, I promise. That's why the show that she and I were going to do is a much better show without her doing it. Although, uh, Awesome Sauce is not... She hasn't been recording like she should, but those, but that show is a good ass show when Awesome Sauce is able to do it. And, it, and I think that show is, is better than the show that Ash and I were going to do. It's better than that show ever could have been. <laughs> so it's your loss, Ashley and Wartman. <laughs> <laughs> the worst salesperson in the history of sales. <laughs> <laughs> the people have spoken. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> That's where we can wrap it up because I know that people have things to do and I got to record again here in a few in a few minutes anyway. Um, but thank you guys for being in our listening audience for these next five years. And if you really do like our podcast and any of the shows, tell your friends about it. Be vocal because that's the only way that you're going to get this podcast to a next level. I know people out there have said that this podcast is amazing. Um, all of our shows so let people know about it and thank you gents for being with me for these five years here and hopefully we will we'll do this podcast forever oh i know i know what i want to see it happen in the next five okay. years okay we actually come up with the send-off that we've been talking about for about the last <laughs> four <laughs> at this point man i don't even remember what our first one was i think our send-off is that we have no send-off and we just make something up every time at this point, it really is. And that's, is that, that, that's not only for the for our main show, that's for all of the shows. Because I had, for the top three, for the main three shows, so, so this one, the show with Awesome Sauce, and the show with D-Mac. But now I guess the, the Awesome Show, the Awesome Sauce show is gone, honestly. I just canceled it right now. Um, but the show with Garrett, our show, and the show with D-Mac, uh, we, we had send-offs, but I Forgot each and every last one of them. So now I think, like you said, it's just us just saying a weird one or acknowledging that we don't have one. Could we be having a new logo coming up here? Possibly. Um, because there are a lot more people on the network now. Uh, so possibly. 
Um, I might either do, depending on time, which I have a little bit more time, like now the school's done, either a new logo for each show and or the overall network logo and uh and like a new logo for each show. But I did just complete a logo for, well, the YouTube channel every week has like a new, um, I might start doing that, Brian. I might start doing a title card for each week's show, which you can't see on YouTube. I mean, on iTunes, you can only see it on Spotify. I think Spotify is the only one that we use that shows you the new title card every single week. Kind of like the old school Batman the Animated Series title cards? Yep. And also, I kind of stole that idea from this uh, from the YouTube channel I, I love called The Rap Critic. But he has like a new title card. It's kind of like in, in a similar art style to what I employ. But um, yeah, there's a chance I will either do... Well, it's probably easier to just do like a new title for each show as opposed to doing like a new title card for each episode of the show each month. Because honestly, thinking of titles for like the YouTube channel gets a little difficult and I kind of phone it in. Like the last couple, I, I just phone it in. Gotcha. Alright, uh, I will let you just get back to your lives. Uh, I will let you know when this episode comes out. Uh, I, I guess everyone just say goodbye. Peace out, bitches. Peace. <laughs> I was I'll leave it All with right. this. I created the title. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs>